0: Is go here. Let's keep our head in this thing. Roll
1: through. Roll through. Start your engines and smoke the tires. This is Inside Alabama Racing with your host, Tommy Prater. He is the reason for this full course yellow that we are under at the moment. Stay with the sports station, WNSP, for NASCAR news, interviews with drivers, crew members, and track officials around the state and around the nation. Fired up. Stay on
2: the racetrack if you can. Stay on the racetrack
1: if you can. Get inside of my mirror. says objects of mirror that they appear. No, he's that fast. Inside Alabama Racing, brought to you by Wade Distributors, Judy's Place, and Alabama Pipe and Supply.
3: Got a guitar! Hell yeah!
1: Have you seen any of the replay? They have called one of our teammates to the trailer. Oh, bye. Now, here's Tommy Prater. Look at him, look at him, look at him. Let's go racing drivers!
0: Welcome to Inside Alabama Racing. I'm Tommy Prater. Thank you for joining us this evening. We have a fun program lined up for you. After a huge weekend of racing last weekend, Pensacola Five Flag Speedway tried for the double header. Only got one of them in on Friday night. Saturday has been rescheduled. Pocono was a huge success. Arca Trucks, Xfinity, and Cup all race there. Took another day to get the Arca Series in, but our buddy Jesse Love comes home with his sixth win of the season. Kyle Busch picks up his hundredth win in the Trucks. Denny Hamlin in a very controversial win in the Cup Series. We'll try to talk about that a little bit later on in the program. Tonight's show, Jeremy Dolls has been trying for years to win at Five Flags. It took a little bad luck from William Byron to make it happen, and he is your winner race at Pensacola Five Flags Speedway. Jeremy will join us, and we'll catch up with him and get a little background. It'll be his first trip on the program. Also this weekend, the Outlaws will be at Mobile, One fast one will not be there, and one will. Carter Taylor will be there. Bubba Winslow, who won Friday night at Pensacola, will not. We'll talk to both of them about where they're going to be this weekend, and with Bubba, how he continues to win races in one of the toughest divisions in all of motorsports here on the Gulf Coast. Of course, we'll wrap it all up with this week's edition of the Moose Call, right here on WNSP. Part of the sound of Mobile. Welcome back to Inside Alabama Racing. I'm Tommy Prater. Thank you for joining us this evening. Fun shows, a fun weekend of racing last weekend. got more ahead of us this weekend. Mobile will be in action. A little while we'll have Bubba Winslow on. He will not be at Mobile. Our guest in just a few minutes, Carter Taylor, will be. Outlaws are returning for a big night of racing. Every week our program is brought to you by Wade Distributors, Alabama Pipe and Supply, and Judy's Place, where every Wednesday is Cobbler Day and my man... Hugh Thomas's son, the one we call Five, came and made a special guest appearance today at lunch. And we had a really good time, as we always do, at Judy's place at lunch here in Mobile. Great collar, Peach. This weekend, the Outlaws make a rare appearance at Mobile International Speedway and the first under the Eddie Shoemaker error here in Mobile. One of the young guys that we have been following for years now as he' made his way through Sunny South Raceway in a legend car, he's driven a bunch of other kind of cars. He has been running his outlaw car at Pensacola, and I think for the last two, maybe three races, he's been the fast qualifier. Not very good dice roller, so we're not taking him to Biloxi. Of course, he's got a few years for that anyway. And has really had some good cars and some good finishes. And with that, let's bring in our buddy Carter Taylor. Carter, how you doing, man?
4: I'm good. How are you?
0: I'm great. So let's get to first things first because we're going to talk about Bubba. We're going to talk to Bubba Winslow about this a little later because he's doing the opposite of what you're doing. This weekend, both Sunny South Raceway and Mobile International Speedway are on the same weekend. And your group has made a decision to go run the Outlaw at Mobile versus running the Legend car at Sunny South. Give us a little bit of insight as to how your group came up with that.
4: Well, we, um, this year we've been more towards the Outlaws running it, and I've won two championships in the Legend car at Sunny South, and we figure that if we just drive the Legend car more, it's just a fun car, and then we'll stick to the Outlaws. And we know Mr. Eddie pretty good, and we just want to help him get the track back to the way it used to be.
0: For our listeners, let's give a little update on what an outlaw is because we haven't had a lot of chance to talk about those this year. Um, An outlaw car, what's the best way you describe those, Carter?
4: An outlaw is basically a pro model with a different body and different tires and a little bit different setup. Some people say that they're a little bit more difficult to drive and harder to get used to than some cars and some people say that they're not quite as bad as they thought they would have been but I think that they're pretty fun and they're not terrible they're necessarily tiring but I think they're really fun to run
0: you know the way I describe these things is they're late models with a wild body and a little bit smaller tire, and you did the exact same thing. And when we say wild bodies, I mean, all the aero you can get on a short track car has gotten in one of these cars.
4: Yes, sir. They got a whole bunch of aerodynamics in these cars is a big thing. If something's messed up, especially your nose on these cars, if you get, get it messed up early in the race or something, it does hurt you a lot.
0: We're talking with Carter Taylor, who is going to Mobile this weekend uh, and going to miss a weekend at Sunny South Raceway. And just for our listeners, both tracks will be operating the same nights for the next three nights because Mobile came on late uh, with Eddie Shoemaker and his group. So their schedules are conflicting this week, two weeks and two weeks, and then Mobile will be done And the reason Mobile has to quit so soon is because they will have Halloween and Christmas lights that used to be at the Bay Bear Stadium, be at Mobile International Speedway. But we're talking with Carter Taylor. Carter, you have been really close at Five Flags. You've been the fastest car there, but have yet to come up with a win if my ciphering is right. What do you need to do to beat, well, as Bubba Winslow and and, uh, that crew over there to get to victory lane?
4: I think that it's more we've been kind of we've been struggling a little bit with the car a little bit and I haven't had the best luck especially with dice roll and where I end up starting and I just really haven't had the best luck this year but we've had a good car and we're finally starting to get where we can qualify up front and get a pretty good starting position and be able to run up front with all those guys up front it's really fast.
0: You know, and on this program, we talk about the dice roll every week. And and as you said that, I'm thinking in my head, you know, some of our listeners may not know what the dice roll is. Tell them what the dice roll is and what it means to somebody competing in a race.
4: Well, the dice roll is whoever qualifies first and whoever has the fastest time, whoever qualifies first gets to go up on the top of the track and roll a dice down the track. And whatever number it goes to, one through six, is whatever starting, whatever number the dice rolls on is what position you go back to.
0: They invert the field, whether it's two, three, four, five, six. And when we say a dice, you're not talking about, for our listeners, you're not talking about something they throw at Biloxi. You thought this thing's about two, three feet across, right?
4: Yes, sir. It's a pretty big dice. It's not just like a normal dice, but it's, it can hurt you or it can help you. It just depends on where you're starting now.
0: Well, hopefully you'll get a chance to roll the dice this Saturday night at Mobile. The music means I got to go. Carter, thank you for being with us, and good luck this weekend.
4: Yes, sir. Thank you.
0: Thank you, man. Carter Taylor, one of the great young drivers we have along the Gulf Coast. He has a lot of fun to be around here and his family. I, I forgot, I wanted to ask him how many different kinds of cars he's raced this year, but I think it's four or five. When we come back, Five Flags winner in the Blizzard Series Friday night, Jeremy Doss right here on WNSB. <music>
1: join 5.5 fm and streaming live on wnsp.com out of the caution and full speed ahead here's tommy prater
0: welcome back to inside alabama racing i'm tommy prater thank you for joining us this evening we have a good show for you. Carter Taylor just stepped in. Expect him to be strong this weekend at Mobile International Speedway in the Outlaw Division. He has been strong at Sunny South and Pensacola. In just a few minutes, Friday night's winner from P. Jeremy Doss, will join us. Every week, our program is brought to you by Alabama Pipe and Supply. Wade Distributors, Southwest Alabama's flooring leader. And, of course, Judy's Place, where every Wednesday is cobbler day. And it was phenomenal. My man, five, my grandson, five, came and joined us today. And everybody had a good time. So, always fun at Judy's Place on Wednesdays. This past weekend, Pensacola attempted one of its doubleheader weekends. 100-lap Friday night, 100-lap Saturday night. Saturday night got rained out. But when everything was said and done on Friday night, California's Jeremy Doss, after years of trying at Five Flags, finally parked it in Victory Lane. And with that, let's welcome him into the program. Jeremy, congratulations, and we're glad to have you on the show.
2: Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on.
0: So the first thing I want to get cleared up, because this is your first appearance on the show, I was try. I always like to say what hometown our drivers are from. I got Madeira, yep. Bakersfield, Upper Lake. Help me out.
2: What's, yeah, yeah. What I'm hometown from, uh, from Upper Lake, California.
0: California. Yeah. Upper north. Lake. Yep. Okay. So, so we'll we'll and so for the dumb listeners like myself, where in the world is Upper Lake, California?
2: Uh, I think the best way to describe it two hours north of sacramento I feel like most people know where that wow. is at. so yeah
0: okay.
2: pretty small town where I'm at
0: so uh, let's talk a little bit we'll eventually talk about Friday night but I'd like to talk about your uh, journey through motorsports like a lot of our young guys you've done a lot of racing in the 600 level of motorsports tell me tell me about your legend car and bandolero business
2: yeah yeah uh i grew up i started in dirt outlaw carts but um i made the jump pretty quickly into legend cars which i honestly fell in love with that that type of car and um after moving into the late model ranks and stuff uh i always kept kept behind the wheel in a legend car that i felt like it it definitely helped in a late model and kept me sharp and uh, last year, I started a business setting up cars and working on them, and it's been, uh, it's been really good this year. Uh, we've, we've got a lot of wins uh, out here on the West Coast, and it's been good.
0: The Legend cars are notoriously are notorious for being overpowered with not enough tire, and you really have to be careful on the gas pedal. And that used to be the way super late model racing was, with big nine to one engines and a lot of gear. But super late model racing's kind of going the other way. How, how do you balance those two? Um, to be honest, I feel like, uh, honestly, I feel like our setups
2: in the legend cars have made it more more driver friendly. Uh, like, if for instance, the super late race at Pensacola, that place is so abrasive and so hard on tires. I feel like that's more of uh, managing your tires and being really easy on the gas and not slipping the tires. So um, I, don't, I don't know. It's for me. It's kind of come more natural on being able to adapt to each car, and it's uh, it's been good.
0: We're talking with Jeremy Doss, winner from Pensacola Five Flags Speedway on Friday night. Now, in late model racing, our records aren't quite as put together as they are when you go ARCA racing and up. But it looked like to me you guys have been trying to win at Pensacola since 2015 or 17. Help me when y'all finally made your first start at Pensacola.
2: Yeah, we, uh, we made our first attempt. I believe it was 2015 at the Snowball Derby. Uh, I don't think we even made the show that year. I think we skipped 2016, and then we've been uh, to every derby pass or since then. Um, and th- this year, we really wanted to focus on getting good at Pensacola for the Snowball Derby, so we set it out to run the four Blizzard Series races, and I got a great car owner bob lyon and then cody glick um my crew chief at hamkey race cars and the whole team has just been giving me a really really good race car i'm um, i'm figuring out the track and we're we've been getting good results so it's always it's always nice to to have good results against that top of competition on such a tough track uh i always try to tell people like I, I could win this last weekend and then go back and run 20th that's how hard it is um in the competition these days and if you're a little off it's it's tough, you know. So um just really thankful for the team I got on giving me such good race cars and good opportunities.
0: Derek Thorne has absolutely owned Pensacola Five Flag Speedway these last few years. He's another California convert. How does a legend car late model driver in California Get to Pensacola, and then get to Pensacola enough where you want to concentrate about being good at Pensacola.
2: Um, man, it, it's tough. Uh, to me, to me, the the one race I've always wanted to win is the Snowball Derby. Uh, I feel like that's the the crown jewel of them all. And I feel like in the past we've had we've had good cars and not not the best luck, but it's really really hard to. To go run one time a year and be able to get good at that place so that's why that's why we set out to run more races there this year and get better notes and get me more more laps and to help with feedback and whatnot to give us even a shot at the snowball derby so i feel like we're doing just that we got a second and a first now and we uh have some go good momentum going
0: you do have great momentum i, I bet you were disappointed with the rain on saturday
2: yeah i, I definitely was i, I after winning on friday night we uh, we went to work and practice and i actually felt like we made the car even better than it was friday night so um definitely definitely wanted to run saturday with the car being better and i definitely wanted to have a shot at winning it more traditionally on the track than off the track so we will just have to try again in september
0: And so our listeners know, uh, when the checkered flag uh, fell Friday night, you were running the second to NASCAR driver William Byron, and he was disqualified in post-race inspection, which when you say winning the traditional way is what you're referring to. But I noticed the victory lane pictures that you guys went back up to the front straightaway for, those smiles didn't look like they were any less yeah, wider yeah. or I mean,
2: brighter. It, right, right. It's it's hard not to be happy, obviously, when when you pick up a win. There, um, it's just I don't know. It's it, it's tough. You always want to get it done on the track, and I'm not like what the DQ was about. I, I can't say it helped them or hurt them on the track, but um, I think it would have felt a little bit better if we were able to just get it done on the racetrack.
0: Uh, well, I think, you know, everybody is like that. And uh, But I think at the end of the day, 10 years from now, when they look back at the Blizzard Series, Jeremy Doss, winner, right? Uh, there won't be a discussion about William Byron and what happened to him and his race team. So in the books, <clears throat> excuse me, at Pensacola this past weekend, your first big win there. Where what's next for you guys?
2: Uh, up next will be um, the SRL National Race at I forty four, and then we go to back in September for the doubleheader. I guess now at the Blizzard Series, I think we're gonna try the All American four hundred at Nashville for the first time, and then go back for the Snowball Derby. And in between all that, we'll be uh, running some more legend car races as well.
0: For our young listeners, we've talked about legend cars away here. You also mentioned your car owner, Bob Lyon. How did that come about?
2: Um, well, Bob Lyon, uh, he's been in the racing industry for quite some time, and he was always uh, racing himself, doing all the work on the car, and I, I felt like he got to the point where uh, it, w- it was tough on him to do it all himself and keep driving and uh he's a, he's competitive like myself and he wanted to go run races and um he he had Hamky race cars and we had Hamky race cars of ourselves and we were all good buddies with Cody Glick, so I felt like that was kinda of the matchup and um I'm just thankful he gave me the opportunity. Um it's been good so far.
0: Hey, is he from California also, Carter, or is he Yeah. Is he from somewhere yep. over he's here a- Yeah, he's
2: more uh, Southern California, down more by like Los Angeles.
0: Well, buddy, the music means I got to go. Congratulations on your win this weekend. Good luck when you come back for the doubleheader in September.
2: Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me.
0: Jeremy Doss, his first big win at Pensacola Five Flag Speedway this past weekend. And I say first big win because when you go over his finishes at Pensacola, these guys are getting better and better and better every time they come. Speaking of better at Pensacola, it doesn't get much better than the cantonment legend Bubba Winslow. He'll be up with us next right here on WNSP, part of the sound of Mobile.
1: on 105.5 FM and streaming live on WNSP.com. Keeping it mostly between the lines. Here's Tommy Prater.
0: Welcome back to Inside Alabama Racing. I'm Tommy Prater. Thank you for joining us this evening. Fun program tonight. Jeremy Doss just in, big winner at Pensacola on Friday night. Sunny South Raceway's Carter Taylor was in earlier. He'll be at Mobile this weekend. And one of the top outlaw drivers in the country will not be at Mobile. He'll be at Sunny South this weekend. And that's Bubba Winslow. We'll talk to him in just a minute. Every week, our program is brought to you by Wade Distributors, Southwest Alabama's flooring leader, Alabama Pipe and Supply, supporting racing here on the Gulf Coast, and, of course, Judy's Place. Every Wednesday is Cobbler Day at Judy's Place. And we had a great lunch today. My man, Five, joined us, my grandson, and it's always fun when he comes to lunch. This past weekend at Pensacola Five Flag Speedway on Friday night in the Outlaw Division, the cantonment legend Bubba Winslow got it done again amongst the stout field of cars. He's currently second in the point standing behind Timothy Watson. Timothy had another race he's going to race in this weekend. Bubba Winslow will be at Sunny South. I've got a lot of questions for the legend. With that, let's bring him in. Michael? Bubba, how you doing, man? I'm good. How are you, sir? I'm good. I appreciate the legend spending a little time with <laughs> us on the radio tonight.
3: Nah, I don't I've know about all that fun. now. I'm just glad I, that uh, glad I could be here and you invite me again. That means means enough I, to me.
0: I've had more fun with uh, Chuck Carter's, uh story, and I, I think that uh, you'll probably be hearing that a lot more because I had lunch with Bill Raw today and, and explained to him that you were the Cantonment legend. So you're probably going to hear that. <laughs> That's going to pick up, you know, instead oh, of yeah. tie down. Yeah, but I
3: don't, so I don't know out. about the legends that is still yet. You know, we, uh, <laughs> we're just doing what we can to win races, right? <laughs>
0: Well, you know, I, and I'm going to say this because it happens to all of us. I was flipping through pictures of you, and I'm not going to say how long you've been racing, but a real long time. But I noticed oh, yeah. the pictures from a while back. Uh, that guy was a lot smaller than.
3: Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, you know, the old saying. Once you get uh, married, you fat and happy. Well, that's, uh, that's that's me. You know, three three kids later, and uh, Ashley does a really good job of uh, packing packing the weight on me. So I reckon that's her way of uh, keeping me solid,
0: right? Job security is what she's looking for. So i got two big areas I want to talk to you about. First, I, w- I want to talk about the Outlaws and, and y'all's ability to continue to win races, run second in the points right now to Timothy Watson, to a division that started out, I, I don't know, eight, nine years ago, however long ago it's been, and it really was not a very strong division. But at Pensacola, it's turned into – as tough a place to win as the late model deal. And I'm going to say this, I will say this as gently as I can say this, Bubba, your group doesn't spend the kind of money that these other guys are spending to be able to run as fast as you run. So for our young listeners that all I hear is, is I don't have the money that guy has. So I can't win. Why don't you spread a little knowledge? on these guys well it
3: you know it can be done right so it doesn't matter if it, if it's racing or or what it is in life you know if there's a wheel there's a way so you just got to grind hard and and figure out a way um you know outside of the box other than just pouring money in the thing to, to to make it go fast right like so we're down in the shop just about every night <laughs> trying to you know fine-tune just the little stuff you know stuff that doesn't cost money but you you know you're spending your time down here to make sure things are you know aligned properly and you know it's it's the little things that add up right um now i'm not going to say i'm not fortunate enough to have some good good sponsors to help me out this year and and that's been a tremendous amount of taking a load off of us but um you know there's there's several things you could do in the shop just to make things run smoother and, and obviously faster just by putting in the work, right? So, you know, you just stay stay hard grinding and find a, find some speed out there working on it, and it shows up on the track.
0: I'm absolutely shocked by the number of competitors that come to the racetrack every week. And the last time the car was off the trailer was when they were at the racetrack. And when you ask yeah. them, did you not catch that when you nut and bolted the car and they look at you like, what's nut and bolt? I don't, what, do you, yeah. what does that mean?
3: Right, man. I And, it, you know, and I get it. You know, it's probably, uh, I can't, I'm, I'm guilty of overlooking things myself. Like last year, you know, we had a dominant car in, in Nashville and should have won that race. And something as simple as a fuel filter getting clogged up, you know, cost us a win, that stuff that, you know, shouldn't have happened, but it did, right? Um, but, you know, with that being said, it's hard to to be in the shop as much as we are and still run a business and all that. So, you know, I have a really good group of guys that when I'm out working, I can trust them to, to go through this thing and, and, and prepare it just as if they were running it. You know what I mean? And that, that makes a world of difference in itself.
0: The next area I want to talk to you about is this weekend. You have been one of the uh, premier outlaw drivers at Pensacola over the last few years. This weekend, Mobile International Speedway is having the outlaws for the first time in a long time, paying Mm -hmm. a big money purse. But Bubba Winslow is not going to be at Mobile. He's going to be at Sunny South Raceway. Now, for our listeners, tell them them why. Well, it's pretty simple. Uh, You know, our
3: little one, Troy, he's he's our up-and-coming racer, right? And uh, he's precedent over everything as far as racing in my book as as it goes. So it it was a scheduling conflict between the two tracks, and, uh, you know, it's just one of those deals where Troy comes first and we're going to be there with him. But I will go ahead and say, that we will have a car there. Just because I'm not there doesn't mean that there's not going to be an outlaw out of our shop present that's plenty well capable of winning.
0: Oh, so who's going to be driving it, Bubba?
3: Well, uh, they're still working on some or details. Um can you say? Um, yeah, I can't say. I can't say, but I tell the fans just stay tuned. It's going to be exciting. And uh, we got some things in the work that – you know, I got the car just about finished up and and I got a driver capable of putting it in Victory Lane, so it'll be, uh, it'll be exciting Saturday night whether whether I'm behind the seat or, or you know I got I got a pretty good shoe going to fill in for me. I can tell you that.
0: Well, if he falls through at your current size, I think I can fit in your seat. Right. So I got a helmet and I got my suit still. So you just let me know if it doesn't work out, right? And and I'll I'll come sub for you. Yeah, I'll but tell i But I what think I'll it's cool. <laughs> I, I all kidding aside, I think it's really cool because in the racing business and to be a successful racer, whether you're racing at Mobile, Pensacola, or Pocono this past weekend. There's a certain amount of selfishness that goes into that, to be at that caliber of racer that you have been able to obtain. And to say this weekend, hey, you know what? I'm going racing with Troy, and that's what I think is the best way to spend right. my time. Yeah. It's just really cool, right? I mean, I just I there's will. not many guys that are <laughs> going to do that.
3: Yeah. And it, don't get me wrong, now the racer in me it's tough, right? Um, knowing that you got a car capable of going over there and winning and, and you got other obligations. But on the flip side, man, I have so much fun watching him grow. It's uh I know I won't race forever. And uh you know, he's got a bright future ahead of him and you know, we uh we're excited for him Saturday night, so I'm looking just as, as much forward to to watching him race Saturday as if I was going to race.
0: Now, I'm going to give you a fair warning. As the dad of a race car driver, they used to race. They get to a certain point and they take your seat out of the car, which is, let's just say an extra large, and put <laughs> theirs in that's a small, right? right? And when their small seat goes in, guess who no longer has anything to get in?
3: Yeah, well, I'm telling you, I mean, I ain't so so worried about that as much as I'm excited for. His, when he's able to wield this thing, he ought to be dang sure good enough to to work on these things. So it takes a take a little load off me, uh, you know what I mean, and have him <laughs> turning wrenches himself. So, you know, I'm sure that day will come, and hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully he'll still have the drive in him and, and the excitement in him to go race when that day comes. So, we're looking forward to it for okay. sure.
0: And and that's a process, too, teaching them how to do, what to do, and doing it right. And Thomas, I heard him tell the story, so I've been working on my car since I was eight. I'm like, well, yeah, but what you didn't know is when you left the shop, I went behind you and did everything that's you right. did until you were about 20, right? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, that's <You> know, right. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't think it was until he had his first Arca car or his second or third Arca car that I got to where I didn't go behind him and check on him. You know what I'm saying? So,
1: right. um, uh,
0: that's always fun. And, and look, I, I've been a big proponent of Sunny South Raceway on, on this program for a really long time. Thomas Race there. Thomas Race there It was J and J dirt. It has catapulted a lot of careers. Thomas, Joanne, along, uh, Kale Gale, um, uh, Grant Infinger all raced there as they were making their way through the system in the 600 racing deal and Jeremy doss who we just had on who won friday night he's a 600 racing guy so yeah uh, i hope you guys have a good time on saturday night and i hope i get to see you at mobile before the year's out well
2: yeah
3: hopefully so like i said hopefully our schedules don't uh keep conflicting with each other and we'll able to make a trip over there ourselves and uh you know, I appreciate it again. Thank you for having me on, and uh, looking forward to this weekend.
0: Well, we always like having a Cantonment Legend on, and uh, good luck to you guys. Good luck to Troy. Uh, when I announce at Sunny South, it's fun to watch him race, and you guys have a good weekend. Bubba Winslow, he won't be at Mobile. He'll be at Sunny South. Carter Taylor, he won't be at Sunny South. He'll be at Mobile. The guy who knows both backwards and forwards and upside down, the moose, right here on WNSP. Mortcon. Welcome back to Inside Alabama Racing. I'm Tommy Prater. Thank you for joining us this evening. Fun program, Carter Taylor in, and I'm gonna to have to get used to saying Mobile and Pensacola. I've been we we've, we've been following Carter in his legend career at Sunny South, and he's raced around the country and he's raced all sorts of kind of stuff. Outlaws now, outlaw this weekend. Jeremy Doll stepped in after his first win at Pensacola in the Super Late Models. And the cantonment legend Bubba Winslow was in and guys I mean when we have to me Bubba Winslow okie Mason and guys of that caliber which we've been very fortunate to have those two guys on the last couple of weeks. if you're a local racer and you're trying to figure it out that's two really good examples. And neither one of those guys has had, like, a whole bunch of money or, you know, a dad writing a check for him. So really always interesting to talk to those guys. It's time for this week's edition of the Moose Call. Michael, do we have the moose?
5: Yes, sir.
0: All right. Let's bring him in. Thomas, how you doing, man?
5: Oh, everything's good.
0: So this tonight we've done a little comparison uh, between Sunny South and Mobile, who will both be in action this Saturday night, which is unfortunate, but it is what it is. Carter Taylor, who has cut his teeth at Sunny South, will now race his Outlaw at Mobile Saturday night, and Bubba Winslow, the cantonment legend, who's won everything there is to in a local race car, will not race the Outlaw this weekend, so he can be at Sunny South with his son Troy. You've been on both ends of that thing, race at Sunny South, sun at Sunny South, race at Mobile. Uh, it's quite a conundrum this weekend.
5: Yeah, it is. Um, you know, uh, unfortunately for all the dads out there, they usually have to make the hard decision and uh, hang their hang their their racing shoes up whenever their sons get old enough to race, um, and You know, really, I think that it's not because it's a father-son thing. I think it's because it's a competitive thing. Um, I think the father wants his son to uh,
2: go ahead.
0: Well, I I was just getting ready to say, so you want to try to slide out there that, the dad wants to hang up because he's not as competitive as he used to be. Is that, is that? No,
5: no, 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 no.
1: no.
5: I'm saying that the dad is so competitive that he wants to prove to everyone that his son is a good race car driver (laughs) that they hang it up.
0: Uh, Now there could be some truth to that. There could be some truth to that. Uh, I think as a dad's perspective, and, and Bubba Winslow just echoed the same thing in almost every uh, dad that we've had on the program that had a son racing. And when it comes down to it as a dad, and you're getting ready to find out, there's just as much enjoyment in watching your son compete and do good than there is with you competing and doing good. And so it's not hard for dads to decide which direction they're going to go.
4: Yeah, yeah,
5: that's that's probably a lot of truth to that. I just want to know what you have to do to become the cantonment legend.
0: Well, you know, <laughs> that's not easy to come by. And uh, Chuck Corder, who writes the stories for Five Flag Speedway uh, several months ago, has labeled Bubba the cantonment legend. And I don't really know where that puts me or you because we both raced against this guy in our careers.
5: Well, that just means that you, y- y'all you are a bunch of old guys and that now he's a legend because he's getting old. <laughs> well,
0: so, but where does that, and I, and I resemble that remark, but where does that put you? Because you raced against I'm him too. Getting,
5: uh, I'm getting old. I'm not there yet, but I'm getting there.
0: Well, I mean, all I can tell you is, is he's turned laps this year in a race car, and you're sitting on your big boo-hiney.
5: Hey, you know, there's a there's a time and place for everything, and my time and place right now is sitting on my big boo <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ah, racing at Mobile uh, this weekend, but Eddie Shoemaker, you were there for opening night. Pretty crazy.
5: Yeah, it really is. Uh, great turnout. A lot of cars, a lot of people there. I'm hoping they can bring that same momentum into this weekend. Um, you know, just uh, really cool that Eddie Shoemaker is, is making that happen. And, uh, of course, he, uh, he's a great guy, and he's a good one to do it.
0: You know, it's interesting uh, when you work with a former driver at Mobile International Speedway, when they start talking to you about what's important to them and their role as the new owner-operator, manager-operator of the racetrack and what they're looking for. Versus when you talk to someone who has not necessarily grown up there and raced
5: there. Yeah, it really is. Um, but like I said, glad, glad Eddie Shoemaker's uh, taking on the challenge, and I think it's going to work well for him. All
0: right, bud. Music means we got to go. We'll holler at you next week. <laughs> that's the moose. That means that's our show. Thank you for joining us. It's been a fun show. Carter Taylor, Jeremy Doss, the Cantonment legend Bubba Winslow. Good luck to all of them this weekend. Whether you go to Sunny South or whether you come to Mobile on Saturday night, go to the racetrack. Everybody have an awesome week.